This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Vroom, motherfucker. Hello, hello, hello. I'm going to be the best travel vlogger that the world has ever seen. Do it. The market's as open. As long as you enjoy it, man. I do. It's fun. You I can do. just create without worrying about somebody else's things. Yep. Because I already have my group things and writing and yeah. that kind of part. But I also like, I like travel vlogging. It's different from like. Hell yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, you and me both. I think I'm going to get into some travel vlogging. <laughs> Shut the, the only thing that you have to do first is just post regular content. Dude, I'm doing content. You know, people literally email us on a regular basis asking us how to do stuff in the influencing world. And you just get that shit for free. And you choose to throw it away. It's like I gave you a bag of gold, right? You melt it down, turn it into a disc, and then you throw it out a window. Dude, you're a piece of shit. You know what? Speechless. You guys want to hear some funny shit too? (laughs) So we were at a coffee shop, right? And Joe was dropping these fucking dimes of wisdom on Nick. (laughs) And Nick was just sitting there going, man, this is some good advice. And I was grinding my teeth because I said the same thing to him for the past year. But also, also, the way David's, the way Joe says it is just so much nicer. Oh, because I'm not mean like David. No, but David t- says the same mean. shit. <laughs> I was nice. Joe says it differently. Yeah, you were. But you're still a dick. No. <laughs> I, I used to be nice. That shit went out the fucking window. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I think I respond better to meanness anyway. Yeah, I just got to call you a piece of trash and you'll never amount to anything. And then you're like, daddy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I- sound like my mother. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll make something of myself. Watch. Just wait. It's terrible. Wait, wait till you know. Just wait, dude. Speaking of social media, I'm, I'm actually doing a live post right now, um, promoting Genius Brain. Oh hell oh, yeah, that's yeah, cool. that's dope. That's funny. So why, um, Nick? How come? How come? Um, for the longest time, David's been pretty much trying to help you on your business, mm-hmm. and you just been fighting that. What's going on? No, it's not that I'm fighting it. <laughs> it's just um, I don't trust David and anything he says. I'm just kidding. No, no, it's um, yeah. Well, it's it's not just that. It's because I'm kind of doing I'm doing some revamping. Well, it's hard to type on the computer when his hand is on his dick all the time. That's why. Because <laughs> all he does is <laughs> masturbate all day. He's either working out or masturbating. Have yeah, you seen yeah, yeah. his fucking keyboard? Sticky. Dude. It's like Sticky. It sounds like you're stepping on like a... Uh, I don't know, a broken just glass. Like a, I call it the ghetto theater. When you go to those like $1 theaters and it's just all popcorn and candy on the floor. Yeah, that's what it sounds like when you, when you type on my, my keyboard. No, I, I don't have a porn addiction. It's just uh, I'm just revamping my own. Uh, you know, I, when people I went say, through a lot of change since December. So I'm revamping everything. Yeah. So fuck you, David. The funny thing is, so, so you're, you're actually, you know, very talented and, and you're one of the best um, trainers that I've ever had. Like, you know, oh, you, 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 you helped me increase a lot. I, uh, 
I lost 10 pounds and same with David, like there's actual progress with you. And I've, I have a lot of friends who are into fitness and all that stuff. But the funny thing is, I think, um, you don't treat it like a business. Like I'm out here every Friday, you're pulling out money out of your own pocket to have our group things like where we train together. I didn't even know that. See, it all started when Nick was a child and he had to pay people to be his friends. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> But that's it, the go, thing. It, goes, it goes deeper than that. God, it's, it's getting really hot in here. <laughs> it kind of is, actually. Let me call this. <laughs> which, no. is, which is funny to me because um, I take it, it seems like a... you genuinely care about fitness and you care about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I Well, that stuff, I take it as a work expense. You know, it's, it's something that um, it's uh, I'm, I'm kind of testing some stuff in the water before I kind of... Uh, so you use us, you use us as guinea pigs. Are you guys, I use you guys as guinea pigs. <laughs> you know how people test the temperature in water? They yeah. put their foot in there for, I'd say, about a couple seconds. <laughs> yeah. He has left his foot in the pool for six years. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know anyone off. that really fucks themselves the way that you do. <laughs> you, like, royally fuck yourself to the point of extinction, and then you, you keep saying, I'm testing. Like, how Things, long you got to test for? Here's the thing. <laughs> it's, um, you have to react to certain stimuluses <laughs> that's put on yourself. Stimuli, so you stupid I'm, son I'm of a I'm putting bitch. myself... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm just nervous right now because it's so hot in here. I'm just putting myself <laughs> through the fire and I will come out on top. This, it's, just, it's, just, it's just the beginning of uh, a lot of change. Well, if anyone's in the LA area, they should definitely uh, follow and check out Nick. Well, at Nick the Ear on Instagram, right? They should get a uh, personal personal life advice because your life will not change at all <laughs> if have... you want someone to complain to yo i complain to this dude like every morning we work out together <laughs> we cry we uh, laugh yeah we love. and i think that's like the what a real personal trainer is there for is to fucking build you up as a human being i appreciate that man that means a lot david yeah. what do you have to say your turn uh, what are some nice things you have to say about me i'm just I... trying to get you some damn business because of how much <laughs> you've helped me improve <laughs> I well, appreciate that. When man. I wake up, I go see Nick. And <laughs> Wait, what happened to we, David? We hang out, and <laughs> he makes me better. Oh my god, David, do you have CTE? Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you forgot hey about too much. Oh my god, dude. hey guys, so I'm gonna go for the <laughs> the, the middleweight belt champion of the world, and I'm gonna do it. Yeah, <laughs> this fool sounded like Nam fan right now. Like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even done the countdown for the podcast. Yeah. Oh, who needs the Fuck fucking it. countdown? <laughs> it's in. It's oh, in. Shit. It's who in. needs the fucking countdown, man? Well, Fuck f- it. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> That's already in. <laughs> I think we you record. Need... Yeah. Well, I thought we were already shooting, so I was like, fuck it. We let's, are shooting. We are in. shooting. Yeah, man. Yeah, but uh, I always give Nick shit because he just doesn't care about his own life, so I have to care for no, him. No, that's not what it is. That's He gets more excited about m- the sous vide machine he bought <laughs> than he does about actually making a, a career for himself. I kind of I, I envy Nick a little bit because he he like he's he, he, he you know he, he's doing what he loves, right? Like he's just training and, and fitness and things like that. And he's just it seems like you're you 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 get a certain amount and you're just kind of cool like you're coasting and then you're not like i need to fuck, what's the next step what's mm-hmm. the next thing hawaiian it's you know what it yeah. is it's uh it is but it's just deep down i hide it really well that's it you're a hawaiian dude man no no, no i hide it very well you just you just sit there and you i just need to make the- millions of dollars really yeah because you're <laughs> singaporean and, and singaporeans are known to be greedy as hell yeah so, I'm just kidding, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> shout out to all my peeps in singapore yeah, I'm telling you, man. I've, you I'm want not, money, lah? 
<laughs> you want money? La. <laughs> la. <laughs> I wonder where that comes from. That la part is that that's just a part of the Singaporean. Uh, that's just that's just like a because there is such a mishmash of like culture down there. Mm. Like like they speak they speak Mandarin like Cantonese. They speak uh, Teochew. They speak uh, English, and they they all mix it in one. Like language. And English is their is their main language. Yeah, too. everybody speaks English. Is are there Indians there? There's a lot of Indian and they all sound like Singaporeans. They don't sound like yeah. necessarily Indian people. They all sound like Singaporeans. And it's a very unique uh accent. It's is my there, favorite is it, accent. Is it like to. Malaysia? Because like they're like brothers, right? But then Yeah. A lot of a lot of them are Malay Chinese or, or yeah. Malay or Indo. But um I've never been to Malaysia, so I don't really know how they speak over oh. there. Mm. It sounds the same to me. They they use Malay in their language too. Like, oh. yeah, it's crazy. Because when you, when you went, uh, was it that was only like a week ago? Yeah, I just came back Wednesday, last Wednesday. Look at you, dude, back into your hometown, your just own traveling land. The world, dude. It was it was great to go. It was a nice perspective change. You were talking about all the uh, how poor the, I am. The what prostitutes out there and stuff. Yeah, there's like, dude, prostitutes are a thing out there. Oh, really? And they were all coming. In <laughs> just like we're so booking his ticket. Where, where well, we, where we stayed. You're single now, so you could just hit that up. Oh man, that's why I'm like the next. What's the next thing? The next vagina. <laughs> vagina. What's the next vagina? No, nah, I'm just. I'm man. I'm so torn. I don't even want to touch nothing right now. <laughs> I don't even want to touch myself. Well, that's what my job is as your personal trainer. Yes, touch to help me, you release you, yes, and jag you off. But um, yeah, the prostitutes out there were all these were, people are gonna start fucking signing yeah, up with Nick. I like, so I heard you do so mail. Like, yeah, you're gonna jack me off, or what's up? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, the prostitutes in Singapore there was a there was a good amount, and they were coming in and out of our. Are the apartment that we stayed at? That's crazy. And there was like a bunch of them. Like, so there was like a, you. So you guys were living in a brothel. Like, what was going no, on? No, we lived just in, a, in an apartment. So you Airbnb or, or kind of yeah. Okay. And then um, there were just so many prostitutes walking in and out. Me and Tiff, we left around uh, four a.m. to go to our flight. That'd be so funny. They're just regular girls. Nah, no, dude. They <laughs> you're just judging them. They're like, hey, no. you don't have to live this life. I'm just going to school, la. What's the, what's la. The, la. No, there were like there were there was like four girls just walking out of at four a.m. and then they get picked up in like a, a little a very shady Mercedes Benz that was very nice. It's mm. funny because Singapore, I I feel like it's so strict and it's clean and it feels like a place that's like like super uh conservative and then it's like all these girls are just fucking all day yeah they're just fucking this podcast is brought to you by attitude my friends hey have you ever had trouble sleeping because you have had the scratchiest sheets on earth yo growing up my parents would buy the most bargain cheapest cheapest scratchiest sheets i've ever slept on in my life it felt like i was sleeping on a bag of hay well let me tell you something I got these attitude sheets. They feel awesome. I don't know how to describe how they feel exactly, but if I were to put it into words, I'd say it's like sleeping, hmm, sleeping with a, a angel's feather caressing your butt. That's how soft and comfortable it feels. There's a couple of great things about these sheets that I like. Number one, it's cooling and you know about me by now. You guys know how hot I get. I sweat like a mofo and not only does my bed have to be comfortable, but the sheets have to be as comfortable as the bed. So the sheets really do breathe. Um, 
keeps me nice and cool. And on top of that, it's antimicrobial because if you are a sweaty, sweaty person, and I know that guys out there, you guys are musty. That's because you're dirty. Well, guess what? These sheets are antimicrobial as well. So check it out. <clears throat> Why not try Attitude? These amazing sheets have a 30-day risk-free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your sheets for a full refund. They even cover shipping on returns. Attitude sheets, they're soft as silk, breathable as linen, but at the price of cotton. You're going to love them. When you support our sponsors, you support our show. And right now, my listeners will get a 20% off discount off their set and free shipping. Just text BRAIN to 64 Dash zero zero zero. The only way to get twenty percent off your set of Attitude sheets and free shipping is to text Brain to six four dash zero zero zero. That's B R A I N to six four dash zero zero zero. Message and data rates may apply. It's dope because Singapore, uh, the Crazy Rich Asians, did not do a good job of depicting what Singapore is. What do you mean? It's crazier or it's better? Or? Well, none. Of- the whole movie was shot in like Malaysia, so I'm so I've heard. And oh. like they only in the whole movie, only one person has a Singaporean accent. Really? Mm. And it's just like the mom with Ken Jong, right? Like that whole scene. Is Ken Jong Korean in there or he's supposed to be I don't know what he is supposed to be, but he's American in the movie, right? And then his wife is a Singapore woman. And but she's she's an actress in Singapore. She's like oh. a famous actress in Singapore. But like I don't know. Is she just, a comedian? In- yeah, I think yeah. she's a comedy actor. Oh. But the whole movie just doesn't show like the true, like what Singapore really is. Because oh. the way everyone speaks in Singapore, I could list, I could talk to anybody, and th- they just have such a beautiful way of speaking, and they're so funny, dude. They're funny as shit. They're always like clowning on everybody. It's just so unique to like uh, most Asian, like Chinese culture, or mm. Korean, or Japanese that. Like Singapore is just a very it's it's very unique, dude. Just the way they speak, the way they talk, and the way they tell stories. You could listen to them talk for hours, bro. Like you just get lost in it. Can you? Uh, well, they speak English out there, so that's fine. And I was like, how did you understand what they're saying? Sometimes like, you don't know what the fuck they're saying, even if it's in English. We go some of the yeah. Sometimes I don't know what they're speaking. We go to the hawker center sometimes, and they're speaking that mishmash, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you just said. <laughs> that mishmash. Yeah, dude. I'm like, huh. <laughs> But uh, it's just because like it's like the older generation, I guess. But it's yeah, I always it's, wanted it's to different. go to Singapore. I've I've never been, but Vietnam in April for me. That's gonna be dope. Yeah, Vietnamese. I can't I can't wait for that, dude. Just because like I grew around so many Vietnamese people, I would yeah. like to know where all that shit comes from. <laughs> <laughs> in the Vietnamese food, man. So I we, love Vietnamese food. You know, people it's love traveling so to good. fucking Europe and stuff, but I've never been enticed to go to Europe. Me neither. I I like Asia. I, I like maybe, I like old European history though. Yeah, I'd maybe so go like, to like the Italy. castles and cool. yeah, like Rome or whatever. Maybe Greek, Greek, Greece, like yeah. Greece, Spain. Greece would be beautiful. Santorini, sure. yeah, that you kind know? of those kind of places. Yeah. But like you know, the UK, like Britain. I'm I'm straight off that yeah. unless like they put me in a in a like an armored knight thing and I get to sword <laughs> battle somebody. Ooh. Maybe. Or yeah, some, come on. Yeah, I want to go there horse. and someone's like, "Hello, my lord." Like, <laughs> I want that kind of that, Europe. that OG shit. Yeah. Hello, Gafna. Yeah, they do that too. I want to be like around a bunch of fucking Christopher Columbus looking people. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's what you should do. But I'm, I don't want to go there and it's like you get pillaged. That's what one you direction do. kind of people. Because I, I look, <laughs> <laughs> you know what's, <laughs> you know what's so funny? Because when when I go to unless it's um, like you go to Paris or or France, right? You see a lot of this 
this this architecture that's very beautiful, it was, right? Paris was sick, right? But then I go to Asia and I look at these temples that are even older than what yeah. they have, and it amazes me how somehow they managed to first of all design and create and then erect these buildings mm-hmm. out of wood, yeah. just wood. fucking it's wood, just, yeah. dude. Makes no sense to me. Fucking I don't even wood know. and seashells and like fucking bird's nest. Six hours, <laughs> six hours to build an IKEA, IKEA coffee table. Yeah. That's what it takes me. Yeah, and then you see these people somehow create this fucking. 30 high temple, 30 <laughs> yeah. foot high temple. It should have taken six hours. Though. I know. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's just one piece of wood and then four legs. And it takes you four hours. Yep. Because <laughs> Ikea does a shitty job of presenting. You know what tools. Ikea needs to work on? You guys need to work on fucking having a table where you just screw something in a little bit and then the whole thing just explodes. Yeah. How about, how about you guys create something that doesn't do that? Yeah. Sons of bitches. And also the way they write the instructions. Yeah. The way they write the instructions is like, oh, we're supposed to know exactly how this is done. We don't fucking know. Yeah. I don't know how to install install drawers in my fucking desk. I like how they have the picture too where it's one person and then the guy is sitting there. He's sad and they put an X through him, but it's four people. (laughs) And they're like, this is how many people you need. And it's just one little dresser. But when you have four people, you all want to murder each other at some point. Yes. Because no one's on the same page. Oh, you know where I want to check out? The Netherlands. Like the whole Sweden and like all the I heard Sweden Finland is it's, it's actually really cheap to go there. Oh really? Uh, I'm not sure if things aren't cheap to buy there, but the ticket's pretty cheap because you know ZZ's from Sweden. Oh yeah, and he gets good deals all the time. And then um, he said that it's very beautiful out there. Yeah, but there's not a lot of a lot to do. Oh yeah, because I just want to do the nature shit. Yeah, yeah. So like I'll go, go in spring. Yeah, it yeah, looks that'd be like cool. Crystal clear, like I like a lot of nature. Yeah, so a lot of people go to Sweden for maybe like four or five days, and they'll hop over to another part of Europe. That's tight. Yeah. When I travel, I want to see shit that I don't get to see. Out yeah. Here. Like I'm over cities, man. Like I feel like cities are the same all over the world, but that's where the good food is. Yeah. But then aside from that, what do you got? You got the same shit. You got shopping. You got yeah. the, you know, like towers. Like I want to see culture. I want to see like fucking monkeys in a Cambodian forest that's trying to like steal a purse. I'm just, afraid, <laughs> I'm just afraid I'm going to just come back with some crazy disease. And like, you will. All right. Knowing perfect. you, you probably will. Like You'll I'm catch just, something. Like an ape is going to come up and just bite my neck and <laughs> run away. Out of all three of us, that'll happen to you probably. I know. And then all my training will come in. I'm going to parry him. Parry one of his heads. I'm going to uppercut him in the chin and then hit him with the left cross in the face. And then he's going to bite your dick off because that's what monkeys go for first is oh. your dick in your eyes. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. That's what I want. Anyways. So, <laughs> what would we die? So David would probably die from like one in a million chance of a disease. Yeah. I probably die from an STD, and you yeah. probably die from like an infection from no, a wound I'd, or something. I probably like trip like, on a, on like a cord and like hit my head. And I'll oh, like, like a oh, like a oh. I'll, I'll die like some stupid shit. Like a, a vending machine will fall okay. me or something. I but you know when we travel to Asia though, like I think the big reason why I like it is because well maybe it doesn't apply to Singapore is because. I don't speak the language and I have to figure my way around. Mm. And I think that challenging experience of communicating, uh, I, I like that. Yeah. Because it, it gets me out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. and also kind of puts in perspective for me of my what my parents had to go through when they came to the United States. They didn't speak any fucking English at all. And somehow they made a career, <laughs> a yeah, career yeah, out of something. They made a business. How yeah. the fuck did that happen? I don't get that yeah. shit. Because I don't think if you drop me in the middle of Asia, I would survive. Yeah. I think I'd just be fucked. <laughs> like I'm just, I'm just homeless. You're just going to sleep here now. Yeah. I'm just going to sleep outside, try to beg for money because I don't know how they, I don't know what their adaptation process was to make that happen. I bet it was fucking tough. For sure. They had yeah. friends, so right? Tough. I'm not, well, I know my aunt came here too, but then my dad had to kind of figure out his own way. But I feel if I, if I feel, I think I'm assuming this, but I think that's why a lot of immigrants kind of go towards religion. 
because these the, these, the mm-hmm. church community comes and helps them out yeah. and they'll help set them up and they kind of feel that love and warmth from like let's say like a christian church and that's their introduction to figure out how to get things going because i know my dad did that um when he had his church he would help people who just immigrated here figure their way out everybody needs a community yeah and then they would kind of fall in love with the community that way just because everybody was so warm and helpful mm-hmm. right so I, I don't know if i could do that though like i don't understand how how asian parents or just anybody who immigrates to a new country just starts a new life yeah because that scares the fucking shit out of me i would be able to do that you know what though you'd be fine really yeah you'd be fine what would i just start miming no, outside no, no. Of, a, of a chinese temple? i think we have more access to info like fucking google translate and all yeah. that shit so you'd be fine oh yeah we have google translate yeah now. we could just like type in whatever we want and then like if we're in vietnam they'll mm-hmm. read it and be like motherfucker i know english if you, <laughs> you know? if you had to go to any asian country that they don't speak english they don't speak your native language mm-hmm. where would it be and it has to be dangerous i think that's <laughs> okay <laughs> that's a challenge all right because if you go to a country that's like already safe then you don't you don't feel like weird there I think <laughs> the country that I would go to because it's going through like an industrial revolution right now, Vietnam. Mm. Really? Yeah. And I heard like Saigon is supposed to be, it's, it's very modern right now. And they have a lot of great stuff there. Uh, fashion is coming up there. A um, lot, of, lot of factories are opening there too. Yeah. So I think I would go to Vietnam and try to make my way around Because China's too boozy, bougie now. They're like, fuck that. I don't want to do it. And no, then the Vietnamese like, I'll take it. Yeah. Give it to me. Well, I can't, I can't go to China because Shane Gillis says it's trash. So I yeah, can't. Yeah. I, he's so right. And he said there's ducks hanging around everywhere. Ooh, no good. delicious. delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, Dude, oh. Tiff, she saw a duck hanging in the, we went to a hawker center. And I feel like she's seen it before, but then she just like lost her appetite and she like barely ate. That makes me salivate. Yeah. I'll it's, go to fucking, I'll go to aquariums and I'll yeah. just sa- start salivating. It was chicharron. She'd be like, oh, that was oh, good. that's fine. That yeah. looks good. It's so weird when people are, are, are like that with certain foods, because if you look at their, like, it, it depends on what culture you're from when you look at their food, right? Yeah. You go, what the fuck are you eating? We're talking about this shit. And it, sh- it really does show it's just like your environment that you grew up in. Yeah. Because she, she eats like menudo and like pozole. Yeah. And that shit is yeah, like, bro. That's garbage soup. <laughs> that's intestine. Yeah. It's, it's delicious. But like if you think about what's inside of it. Caca. Most people wouldn't yeah. be caught dead eating it. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you have menudo, it's, it, they put tripe in there. They yeah. put all the every yeah. like body part of it. And it doesn't necessarily look the most appetizing. It's delicious, but like if you were to look at it firsthand, you would be like, oh, I probably don't want to eat it. And I say garbage soup, by the way, with the utmost respect. Because he he means it. I love menudo. It's delicious. But it still smells like shit from time to time. Yeah, Yeah, depending on who cooks it, because that's like the tricky part about menudo. When you go to a spot that you don't know, if they're not boiling it off and cleaning it right, it'll smell Mm. like the the organs. But if you go to a place that does it right and super clean, Fantastic. It's all texture, baby. Yeah, uh, that's all it is. Pozole is way better to me, though. It's yeah, way- pozole. I like pozole more. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about menudo sometimes because that just smells like somebody dunked their asshole. Fucking <laughs> 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 weird. Well, we should get into the topic of today. Uh, so I have a Patreon and I allow people to ask. This is, was supposed to be like a specific video that I could do. Uh, on on um, like the regular videos that I do, but I thought this would be a better Patreon uh, fucking uh, podcast topic. And uh, I don't know, because I don't know how I would answer this. This is such a weird, not a weird, but a very difficult question to answer. So this is, was asked by Danielle and she is asking for advice uh, on how to peacefully 
convince important figures in your life to be less racist or homophobic or just at least getting them to pretend to have that much human decency would be cool. You can't get rid of them. That's it. That's the funniest. Damn. So she cares that much that she needs to change the mind of her family members. That's tough. That's that's the part where I just don't know because some people are so entrenched in their own views, specifically yeah. when it comes to stuff like this, like religion. And I think homophobia has a lot to do with religion. Yeah. You know, yeah, one of my uncles was like, uh, we were just talking about how um, homosexuality might be something that you're born with. Like it, we're talking about nature versus nurture and things like that. And I was like, oh, uh, they were thinking that the, the gene might come from the mother's side of the family. Mm hmm. And same with baldness and all this stuff. And and it's just the pure biological talk, right? Yeah. And it's science. But this guy's so religious. He was like, nah. He's like, our the female side of our family is very religious. So there's not going to be any gay people. <laughs> That's tight. Dude. And I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with? <laughs> That's tight. <laughs> what the fuck does that, does, does that have to do with DNA? Like That's religion. Science. Yeah. That's I don't a hypothesis know. right yeah. there. That's a good one. But yeah. Because I think, because you and I both... We're, we're too Christian to be gay. Yeah. Because <laughs> you and I both grew up in very uh, religious households. Yeah. And so I even remember, I don't, I'm not sure this was a negative thing, but even them as adults, like my parents as adults with their friends within the church, they were trying to figure out what homosexuality is too. They didn't even know what it was? They, they couldn't figure out how somebody could... Suck a dick. How they could even become gay. So I remember the converse. This is so weird because it was such a random thing because my parents used to have stuff at the house called Kuyongebes. And Kuyongebes are basically worship that you do outside of the church and you kind of do it at somebody else's house. It's oh, a, yeah. It's like a great ordeal. Bible study clubs like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So my mom would invite people over. She would create this big old Korean feast. They would, you know, whatever, eat have fun, but they would worship at the end of the day. But I remember sitting at the table and they were talking about homosexuality. And to me, even as a young person, it was a funny conversation because <laughs> they were just like, why are people gay in, in Korean? Right. And then somebody said the funniest fucking thing that I realized as an adult, he goes, <clears throat> I think people are gay. He goes, it might, it might have something to do with us coming from monkeys. <laughs> it was just, but it, they were so inquisitive. Wow. They were actually trying. But they were to, genuinely trying to figure out like, why are people the gay? Yeah. Cause they, that's, I guess, cause if you really look at it from their kind of perspective, yeah. just from a biological standpoint, homosexuality doesn't make sense. Right. Because there's no mm. reproductive uh, yeah. goal in it. You just, you fuck just to, you just, you're fine. This, uh, the, your same sex attractive. And they couldn't really figure that part out. Yeah. And they and then you know one person came in with like that's the doing of the devil that's the devil inside your heart <laughs> telling you to suck that it's like dick. Christian JK news but for old people <laughs> yeah, that's really what it is and they were trying to figure it out and I I don't know if um in this person's case like what what their severity of or what they define as what homophobia is yeah. right because some people just can't understand what it is and they just don't know how to wrap their head around it so it's something that either wasn't explained to them. Uh, on top of that, or number two, maybe they were reprimanded for even having those thoughts as a kid. Yeah, they mm. might be gay and they're hiding it too. Yeah. Because, you know, like some of the most homophobic people are the most gayest people. Yeah. They they want to be but marching in sure, a pride baby. parade. They want to have all kinds of boyfriends or girlfriends, you know? But then they're <laughs> like, um, yeah, um, I, I think like in this person's situation, um, she's probably thinking like, man... I hate like being around such ignorant people and it's frustrating. 
um i can understand that feeling because once you learn something you you want to help people that you love Mm. and care about to know it too so they don't come off looking stupid but you never change anyone through anger and frustration like that's that'll never work and by lecturing people Mm. they'll just shut down even more um also yeah so you don't want to approach the problem like you don't want to approach it as if it's a problem you don't want to approach it as if like something's wrong with them something's wrong with yeah you they need to learn because then that's very top down and what i mean by top down is like you don't want to come off as better than anybody Mm. no one listens to that shit Mm -hmm. if anyone that tries to inform other people or lecture them over the internet or just face to face like no one cares and no one wants to listen. That's the worst way to teach and try to help people learn. Um, another way that people fuck up is aside from like, what do you call it? Like, like being so combative about things is like acting as if people should know already. Mm, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people don't know and they're acting racist or ignorant <clears throat> or homophobic or whatever because they don't know and you know they don't know how hurtful it is or whatever like no one's doing things maliciously with that intent that's a very very small percentage of people and if people like realize that that's how humans are uh we'll stop looking at each other as like bad people or like hateful people or you know what i mean like that's the that's the first problem is that you're looking at them as ignorant hurtful mean hateful stupid whatever like when you look at people like that then you can't teach them and you can't help them learn anything for mm-hmm. me i think a really great perspective flip is <clears throat> number one if, if if an older generation in my family they have very negative thoughts about you know homosexuality or just kind of like racial superiority type of stuff and everybody beneath them or whoever they give birth to their kids, whatever my cousins or whatever, don't agree with them and they've already moved on. That means that generation is already going to die out. Yeah. They've already, they're already done with their influence and it didn't affect us. So we're fine. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't even, I would try to flip the perspective and say, that's how they are. If you put your two cents out there and you try to convince them in a very nice way and it didn't work, well, it's going to die with them. Yeah, it is going to die with exactly. them exactly because you you already don't think that, and that if that's your parents or your uncles or your aunts, mm-hmm. and they don't really have an influence on anybody else, and these are just their personal thoughts, then I'm not saying that it's right or wrong, but it's going to die with them. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't even care to even try to change them. I think the best way that people do change is uh, when they meet the people that they are racist against or whatever yeah, the human you, connections usually yeah it, all this shit happens because of tribalism like mm-hmm. you know people that live in asian bubbles or white bubbles or whatever mm-hmm. like they're not meeting face to face making friends with yeah. gay people or whatever and once you do it just changes your perspective of what you thought you had you know like especially if you think that this group is an enemy like oh this group always steals or this group always um you know, wants to control me or whatever. Yeah. And when you dislike something so much with a lot of passion and fervor, you will maybe not on purpose, but you will find things that you dislike about that group way easier than you would if you just liked them. So if you're looking for it, exactly. So if you hate gay people, you'll go on Facebook and you'll find the articles (laughs) or you'll find the videos that will bolster that opinion that gay gay is bad. Yeah. Why gay is bad. Right. I think politics is a perfect example. Oh yeah. You're just constantly looking for, Oh, fucking libtard or you you fucking alt-right racist or like, you're just constantly looking for that shit. Everybody's cherry picking data. Yeah. for All sure, whatever whatever circle you're looking in, whether it's like, especially in fitness, that's a big thing too, where people that are cherry picking scientific studies and they'll say, oh, 
this is the reason why this happens or whatever. But a lot of the time, too, it's um, when people are looking for issues as far as to look for in a different race, they'll look for specific issues or news stories that are happening within that race or within that um, sexual orientation, and they'll make a big deal out of it. So a lot of the times, too, it's like you can't really do much from your point of view. But I think what helps is if you kind of come to the issue with a little bit of empathy, which sounds crazy to be empathetic with the people that are racist or sexist or whatever. But there's nothing else you could really do but kind of change how you react to those situations. Unless it's a like, for instance, I have a situational personal story about how my family, someone in my family was a little, I guess you could say homophobic to Mm. a certain uh, instance. But over time, you know, just spending time with those people or kind of understanding just like what you said, just being around them and getting to know them as human beings. You don't really see them for that anymore, for being gay or straight or whatever. You just kind of carry on. But you have to kind of come from a point of understanding with these people of how they grew up. Yeah. And it's not necessarily their fault. It's just um, their expectations Mm -hmm. growing up. And there's not much you could do about it besides just kind of change how you think about it. Yeah, I think the the thing that people fuck up when they try to teach others is information never helps people. Mm. Like they think facts and information and data and like uh, all this shit, uh, you keep spewing out this stuff. People don't learn that way. People learn mainly through experience and their own self growth. Mm. So like just by being in proximity with like, let's say you never hung out with black people, but you're afraid of them because of the news or whatever, like you just think that they're aggressive or whatever because you see this on the movies um and then you know you start hanging out actually if you start making friends you start realizing like oh shit there's more similarities in the human experience than differences for all for everything i i find so many more similarities with people than not um one is all humans are stupid as fuck straight up (laughs) that is a huge similarity and uh, a lot of humans learn through feeling and experiences and no one wants to admit that they're wrong so that's why when you spew information out at people and you try to change their mind they never do it never works but everyone argues all day as if it's going to change somebody's mind yeah because you'll give people certain just facts that'll shut down their argument and even before they even listen to what you're going to say they have a rebuttal for it yeah so they're nobody's really trying to listen especially if they're already entrenched in their own view and they have an emotional attachment to that hate yeah whatever you say they're not going to fucking listen to it yeah it always starts with being vulnerable and respect so like if any of us had something to say all right and then you like i need to be corrected or whatever there has to be the rapport first and foremost for you to be able to give information and then that person receiving it and going, oh, shit, maybe I'm wrong because I trust David. I, I understand. I, I We have rapport. We're friends. I know he has my best interest in mind. So maybe he's correcting me and um, I should really take a look at this. That's very different from a from someone who maybe not respect you. And even among friends, this happens, too, where mm. like some Friends are stubborn because they don't think that you know more, or you know better or whatever, right? So it takes a very rational and a close relationship to use information as a way to teach someone. 
um, I, ra- I and or or it's an academic environment, and you're yeah. wi- you're willing to learn, and then you give information out, and then it's like, oh, okay, cool. So they got to be ready to re- re- receive this information, and I think the only way you can change someone is like it takes a lot of fucking work, like yeah. a oh, lot yeah. of time and work. That's why using info and just spewing out facts is like the worst thing you could do. It's the shortest thing, and it's never gonna work. So yeah. you're just gonna fight. And you could do all the right steps yep. to like show somebody the right way to think uh, mindset wise. But if they're not ready to kind of accept that or they're not ready to listen to you or whatever the case may be, they're never going to. Yeah, that's why going back to yeah. what David said, I think the the main thing is really um, being OK with it. Like mm-hmm. use that time to focus on you and mm-hmm. being able to control your emotions when people say things that you disagree with and people do things that make you cringe um, that's what I learned over time because every time I learn some information or whatever, I love to share that with my friends and I mm-hmm. want them to, um, elevate too, or I want them to be informed so they don't make the same mistakes that I do. And even though I have great intentions, I become too preachy and I become too, um, annoying and argumentative. And, um, if people, most people aren't that way, you know, like most people don't like to sit there and argue and debate and learn about facts and things all day. Mm-hmm. And it, it gets tiring. So uh, that's like the worst thing you can do. And, and it does damage to the friendship and relationship between you and your family too. Yeah. And these subjects too are so sensitive. I, I find it really, I find it more the case than not that when somebody tries to convince somebody not to be this certain way, yeah. they usually attack them. Yeah. They don't They don't come from a place of, like we said before, empathy. And you're not really looking to change them out of the kindness of your heart. You're looking to change them because you think they're a fucking asshole. Yep. Yeah. And when you do that, people already aren't going to listen. It's no. like when I when when my mom and I get into arguments <laughs> and shit, yeah. it, it's, it clashes a lot because I'm... Because she probably goes like, you know why you're a fucking idiot, David? Exactly. You know, it's already off on the wrong <laughs> Yeah. Don't call me that. <laughs> yeah, there's 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 no like and it kind of catches people off guard like what the fuck because yeah. if you know that this is their ideal, this is something that they believe and now you're attacking one of their beliefs. Yeah. So, if you look at it like that, then you would probably be a little careful about how you say things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this is something that I think all of us can can work on. This is something that I'm learning to work on a lot too because when something rubs me the wrong way, I try okay, first of all, you're no, 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 you're, no, you're, no, you're, you're right. You're right. Okay, so I, so I know this guy, right? <laughs> Like I see, he has a lot of potential. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mention who this man is, right? Bart. He's talking about you, Bart. Now, when I'm talking about you, he's like, you know why you're such a loser ass bitch? Yeah. Here's ten. Wow, he's Bart. Like, you're here's gonna ten talk to reasons you like that? why. <laughs> ten reasons why Nick yeah. is a loser ass bitch. And I could be very rude and just be like, that's not me, dude. There's no okay, way. but let's just start. This, there's certain specific cases where this doesn't apply. Like for example, when you first meet somebody and you they ask for your help and you just give them these fucking dimes, right? Yeah. You give them these fucking bags of gold and they melt it away and they turn it into a ball and they throw it into the middle of the ocean, right? However, <laughs> those people are a little different. Those people deserve to be called stupid. <laughs> Idiots. And in fact, surprisingly, they're still alive to this day because they haven't just thrown themselves into the ocean with that ball of gold. <laughs> two more days. <laughs> Give me two more days. After to see this is released, your boy's going to be in the ocean. <laughs> not me, because that's not talking about me. Yeah, obviously. we're not talking about Nick at all. This other guy, his name is uh, Nick the Foot. <laughs> Nick, Nick the, the, the Foot. foot. That's, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, another thing that popped into mind was... Um, yeah, like going back to the whole controlling your own perspective about things is like, how do you know if it's just your own interpretation of them being racist or oh, homophobic? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And maybe they're not. Maybe it's how you view them. Maybe you're racist. Maybe you're homophobic. I'm or maybe, uh, yeah. <laughs> or maybe you're not um, 
I don't know, unless it's blatant, like they're out there using the N-word and stuff like that. Like, I think that's kind of what's happening um, a lot these days, too, is people kind of read between the lines a little too much. Not yeah. saying that you do, Daniel, but like a lot of people do that now where, um, you know, there was no intention and there was nothing racist about a statement. But it can be because a lot of people project their own insecurities onto that. Yeah, like with the with the with the SNL guy and, you know. When I did my video on it, I had to sit and think about it for a while because I had. You mean the guy, the Shane Gillis guy? Yeah. So I'll use that as an example of something where I had to sit on it first before I made a comment. And um, you know, obviously, the video that I did is like eighty percent comedy, twenty percent serious, right? Because it's just me just doing what I do, just trashing and roasting somebody. But in that case, like I try to look at it as the first time when that video came out, I was like, people probably are being a little too sensitive because he's a comic, right? So, so I'm wondering what that's about. So I watched the video probably like. 10 or 12 times and I kind of sat there and I'm like why does this rub me the wrong way and I didn't know why and I was like why did it rub me the wrong way and then I kind of watched the video again and again and I was like oh I know why it rubbed me the wrong way it's because he wasn't making a joke no yeah. there was no bit <laughs> exactly it I was, was like, like the bit was going somewhere and then he went to the next one and the next one like yeah. there was no it was too casual he just said it like it was he was just it was shit talking like it was a point. matter of fact yeah. <laughs> that's what that's the great that's exactly what it is it was just him shit talking I was like oh this isn't funny no it, it's like Usually in comedy, right, like you make an observation and then you flip it or you revert, like you do all these different things or you heighten it, right? But what he was doing was making a bunch of observations and talking about how disgusting it is. Exactly. So that to me is just shit talking and it's not comedy. Yes. And the fact that he doesn't understand that chink is a derogatory term. Mm -hmm. That that to me is like, well, this fool's mad disconnected because – Okay, so I, I did a Twitter statement on this, right? And I'm like, okay, so if this guy thinks saying chink is ba- pushing the boundaries, mm-hmm. then why doesn't he just go out and say the N-word? Because yeah. that's really pushing the boundaries for that guy. Yeah. yeah. If that's his comedy, but he's he he doesn't do that. And he's like, oh, sorry, I pushed the Some boundaries. Some people even hate that reference too. There was somebody that left the comment and I had to block her because she was so fucking dumb. She goes, I knew that you were going to bring up that that N-word thing. That she And her, her observation was like, you can't use that because her statement was that in her, in her opinion, that the N word is more offensive than you know saying chink, and I'm like, first of all, that's in perspective to who you are. Is she black? She's black, and well, I was duh. like, of course yeah. it's more offensive to you because you're black. I'm Asian. Yeah, so like I'm the- gonna I'm gonna think that N word is more <laughs> offensive to me. Like, no, I I don't have a connection to that word. Exactly. So that that perspective was so dumb, and then she went on to saying like. She goes, till this day, people don't know that the N-word in the United States is an offensive word. And I'm like, that's not true. A lot of people know. I said a majority of people understand. Did you ask anybody? They they know it's bad. They just still choose to say it. They don't even say the whole word. Yeah, my (laughs) – exactly. There's no no abbreviated word for chink. Nobody just comes and goes – Yeah, Yeah, they don't say the C C word. word. Yeah, Yeah. and so my, 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 my rebuttal to that was my point was in the video that I was making was that people – don't even understand that it's an offensive word. Even when they we tell them it's an mm. offensive fucking word and it just goes over their head. Yeah. Well, go, it's because there's no history of Asians speaking out about it and controlling the word and saying, don't say that, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So in our community, we know how hateful it is and there's a racial history, a part of it and all that. But that's why I think people like Shane Gillis, and I've been saying this all the like for the longest time, um, white boy comedians that want to go race humor they know that Asians are a little bit easier and safer to do. Yeah. Sure. The same comedians that will never do black humor or anything else, they'll 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 test the boundary by doing Asian humor. Oh, for sure. Because traditionally Asians just don't 
do this. Like yeah. they don't talk out. That I mean, they don't talk back. They don't do anything. They just kind of like move on and just, or they don't even watch the content, so they don't know it exists, right? Yeah. But in like in the nineties, two thousands, in the comedy clubs, like a lot of these guys will attack that, and but they they won't do Latino. They won't do black. They won't do any of mm-hmm. that stuff because of that reason. Yeah. yeah. And and that was the the weird part of that conversation. I think for her, I I was kind of like, what is this? The fucking racial Olympics, bitch? Yeah, dude. Like, I'm, what, what is wrong with you? Like, it, it, either it's all okay to say, or none of it is. Yeah, you know, it's like it comes down to that. Yeah, that's yeah. like me saying, well, well, you know, um, Gook is actually more derogatory than Spick. So exactly, and it's like yeah. why, why? Well, because you know there was a war, and you know Asians were actually killed, and it's like. So what? You know, yeah, like, it like, doesn't matter. Like, I don't know. Like, why even write that fucking comment? And the only reason why I responded back, because it wasn't a troll comment. She was trying to sound as if she was the smartest person on earth. And she wanted to let me know about how wrong I am to make that comparison to yeah. say that I shouldn't be offended by the word chink in comparison to how she's offended to the N word. It's like, first of all, that's not even the observation. You should be like, well, okay, I'm, I'm 80% offended. How about that? Is yeah. that okay? <laughs> Can I be 70% offended? Yeah. Because if, if the N word is the 100% mark, right, of mm-hmm. offensiveness to, racial words then maybe chink can be like maybe we can negotiate can, I be, 60, yeah. can I be 60 percent offended yeah it, it was such a Which weird like thing deal. We because get that. Out of that. because her poignant statement is to say that racism is wrong but her comment alone is already teetering on that racial thing it's like you're not making it any better Right. Because now you're telling people that you have a n- monopoly on what our offensive racial terms are. See, like, that's, anno- is- that's annoying, too. Yeah. It's, it's so like, wait, annoying. hold on. Like, you can't like I wouldn't step in your world and tell you how you should feel about how- why did you get to tell me how I should feel in mine? Yeah. Because you've had a personal experience with the word that offended you. I also have that with this word as well. And I'm only speaking on my behalf. You could feel the way you feel. I could feel the way I feel. Yeah. Like, what's, what's it like? I call it the racial Olympics. It's like, no, no, it no, is. no. It is. because yeah. It's like, well, if black people are the top like most oppressed or like who's the top yeah. you know like they're trying to always compete yeah. yeah and it's like why why does that even matter we all got fucked yeah and, you know? <laughs> like, exactly and her opinion was she was saying that i was doing the whole oppression olympics thing i'm like no i'm not the example that i'm using is me saying to this guy that he is comfortable saying that word because he knows he knows he would never do that with the n-word no specifically way. because yeah. he understands the backlash that he would get because so you're he, calling out his ignorance exactly right? it because, has nothing to do with yeah. the other i'm telling i'm talking about him yeah yeah but that's what people get triggered. No, because you're calling out his double standardness. Exactly. And yeah. and but also people, like I said, people are stupid. Yeah. Like that's the number one common denominator. All all races, all culture, everyone's a stupid fuck. Yeah. And so they don't understand what people are intending to do. And I think going back to Daniel's thing, like, you know, you gotta check yourself and 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 even control yourself. It always starts from the individual being calm, controlled, like the not need to like control yourself before you try to control others. Mm -hmm. So the need for you to want to change someone's mind, to inform them, to control them, that says more about your like kind of nature of wanting to control others than anything. And I think if you, well, that's just my philosophy is once you just focus on controlling yourself and your emotions, that's where the real power lies because you can't change racism. You yeah, can't no, change yeah. how stupid someone is. Like they're just going to continue being stupid for the rest of our, their lives. Yeah. And I had to tell that to a lot of my fa- family members too, where like, it's like, we're, you know, when they left the church, they wanted to rescue the other family members. And I'm like, no, let them be like, that's where their comfort is. And that's what their faith is. And if they love that, like 
keep a relationship in all other areas. And if they try to preach to you, let them like do their thing and kind of like let that blow off and go fucking eat barbecue. You know, like there's other things we can do. They don't have to be pleasant in everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's very smart because I, I always, how I would explain religion to people sometimes they go, you know, you, you waste your life, um, kind of praying or to this, this, this being up high and, and I always ask, my response to that is this, is if somebody is doing something that makes them happy, yeah. that doesn't affect anybody in a negative way, that they get a sense of love and community for, and they die happy, yeah. and even if this being doesn't exist, what does it matter? Yeah. You, it's a win-win situation. They live believing in something that made them happy, that they believe that they were living for a higher cause. Just like in your case, you're doing what makes you happy and you live what you're doing. The the upside to them is that I guess their gamble is that they'll go to heaven. And your thing is because heaven doesn't exist, it shouldn't yeah. really matter to it, you. Yeah, it shouldn't. Unless they're, you know, like the Westboro Baptist type yeah. of shit. You know, yeah. then 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 we have a, a an issue, right? Yeah. Where where it becomes a little cultish and fucking crazy and there's a lot of ma- like uh, manic beliefs that are fucking up everybody else. That's something else, right? But in that case with the family members, what are you saving them from? Yeah. What what are you saving them from? Yeah, like are they so racist to the point where like they're going to get in trouble for, you know, like you, you think they're going to go out and start beating people of the yeah. race that they hate or whatever. Like what are the consequences? If it's just a viewpoint, you might want to just focus on yourself. Yeah. And that's, that's always my thing is like, don't spend so much time and hours focusing on others. Like we all have our own lives and our own hobbies and our own passions and we all need to be a little more selfish because that's how I make the world a better place yeah. is yeah. by just focusing on becoming a better person myself and putting that energy out there and not really do the, not really try to inform and control others. You know, yeah. you'll make yourself go crazy, you yeah. know, because yeah. I've, I've, that's happened to me where like when I was a lot younger, where people will say things to me or whatever, that's not very, you know, the coolest thing to say. And I used to get so worked up. I used to get in fights and stuff. And and I used to have care that had this chip on my shoulder until at one point I just was like, dude, fuck it. I'm not gonna let this bother me anymore. Cause there's not much you could do about it after yeah. a certain point. And especially in the context of a family member or a loved one that does and acts a certain way that you may not like, there's not much you could do about it except for how you react to it. Yep. And you a lot can, of it you is kick just them saying, in the stomach and yeah. say, stop being racist. <laughs> <laughs> or you just say, fuck it. I'm out of here. You yeah. Know, like I'm not going to put up with the shit anymore. And then you carry on with your life. Oh, I love abandoning people. That's yeah. my favorite. <laughs> Honestly, because there's at some point there's not much you could do because if, yeah. if you try to have a conversation with them, whether even if you're coming from the sweetest place ever and you're coming from a place where you're not trying to call them out and yeah. you're being understanding and you're giving them a, a, an escape goat. Even if you give that to them, they'll look at you in the face and say, fuck you, you're wrong. You do shit too, whatever. You know, yeah, you can't, be... you can't increase IQ. You yeah. can't increase people's viewpoint. I mean, you just can't. So... And there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. And, 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 and you have to make peace with that. Like yep. you have to make peace with, you know what? This person may never change. I'm going to love them for who they are. But, you know, if they do change, that'd be great. And that's why comedy is awesome. Yeah. Because it's a burden you off just, your chest. You dude. make fun of them. Yeah, you, dude. You you could make fun of them to their face around. I mean, it that, never, always, that doesn't help, but it's, it, it helps you. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, that was always sure. my way of handling people. Yeah. Like if you're being a dickhead, Oh, and I'll, you know, just slowly poke the bear, slowly poke the bear, you know? And it's just like, there's, there's really not much you can do. You'll drive yourself fucking crazy. For and sure. that's a problem. I fucking know? love it. 
Well, Danielle, I hope that uh, helped your situation out. I love this topic. This was actually a really good topic. Yeah, so, it was yeah. good. You guys so, dropped some major bombs there. Yeah. Uh, some major bombs and gems is what I call <laughs> it. But uh, that that concludes this podcast. I, I like I like these like topics. It kind of really gives us to get gives us gets us to really focus on one subject. Yeah. <laughs> I think people when they listen to this podcast sometimes they're like, where the fuck is this conversation going? Like for example, he will suck a dick for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> Come on, baby, <laughs> bring in those offers. Yeah, dude. I got a couple offers, but I don't think they That's have a lot of money. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Wow. See? <laughs> Thank you, dude. That's for five lot. pumps, Joe. For five pumps. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, dude. Yeah, see? <laughs> see, that's You're why the I said, odd one out. See, that's why Fuck I you, said. Patrick. <laughs> see, that's why I said if Joe was here, it would have been a different podcast. Yeah, see? Come on, man. Because this, you know what? Most people were like, you know what? I like the way Nick thinks, and I appreciate that. So shout out to those people that are logical. It's also thinking, it's also unrealistic. No one's gonna pay you. Yeah, no one's gonna pay you. That's, that's why I'm like, thing too. I, I'm very realistic, and that's why I'm a businessman, because I'll see? be like, hey, five pumps. 750. They're like, what? Fuck off. You better finish me off for 750. Just to let you guys know, you could see how flustered Nick is because he's very disappointed in himself. (laughs) And and he can't take take that podcast back and it's out there. It is out out there. Bro, I stand behind it because like what Joe said. You stand behind a fat dick is what you stand (laughs) behind. If it's if it's in really big, of, if it's in front of, if it's really big, I'm gonna have to go up in price. Just oh a little bit. Just a little yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to get fucking yeah, throat yeah, fucked. Yeah, dude, yeah. come on. Back yeah. of the tonsils, you kidding me? Yeah. No, but but back to my point. What Joe said earlier, and I have to make this point. Okay. For someone to offer me that kind of money, I'm flattered. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? That I'm means, like, you think yeah. you think for five pumps that's worth 750k? Yeah. Hey, dude. At the end of the day, I'm just humble, dude. I like to be <laughs> I like to be admired. If if someone just offered me that, I'd suck their dick for free yeah, because like, oh I like God, to be that's admired. So nice. Yeah, I'll be that's so nice. And dude, I'll, I'll give that. you a discount, ten percent off, man. You just want to hang after? No, I'll what? pay you now. <laughs> so we're we gonna. I'll we pay you? you to suck your dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good deal, dude. See, I told you if Joe was on here, the, the, <laughs> the, the conversation would have been completely different. Well, me and Joe, bro, we we're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Hey, man, five dollars is five dollars. Yep. No, nah, not for that. I want to do. What's the what would you do for five bucks? What's like the the latest high, high five somebody. That's depends what I do. on depends if I'm down and out. Yeah. <laughs> What's my life situation right now, dude? Um, currently, what it is now. Oh. If if I need to smuggle myself out of North Korea and I need the five dollars so I could <laughs> pay the fucking guard, I'm, that's as good as seven hundred fifty k at that the point. Shit out of that dick. <laughs> And that's why Joe is successful right there. And that is how JK Film started, guys. (laughs) Anyways, guys, that wraps up this podcast. You can catch us on all audio platforms. That's uh, Stitcher, iTunes. Oh, if you're on iTunes, make sure you give us that five star. We're trying to get up there in the rankings, babe. But remember, let's do it. This is the best podcast because we talk about anything and everything. We don't have any specific subjects. We like to keep everybody involved. And we just bullshit all day. Bullshit though. Every now and then we get a weird fucking guy named Nick on. Come on. Everybody. Yeah, shout out to all the fans out there. Yeah. Shout out to all the fans that would suck a dick for seven to fifty thousand dollars. Come on. (laughs) All right, Jesse, y'all next time.